Let's face it, Brit happens. Success is rarely a straight line. It's a journey with many twists, turns, potholes, and unwelcome detours. The secret, however, lies in how we react. Keep listening to learn how to effectively respond to life's curveballs, improve your resilience, and how winners pivot from setbacks to success. I'm your host, Brittany Sharpton. Let's get started. Nicki Minaj and testicles, COVID, (laughs) Trinidad. I never thought that they would all go hand in hand, but like, (laughs) I kept, you know, first I saw it like on the shade room. So I'm thinking, whatever, this is like just pop culture. And then it's blown up out of proportion. Today, I think she, the White House actually responded to her claiming that she got an invite. So what are your... She didn't get an invite, but they did call her to, I guess, connect her with one of their top medical experts to talk about the vaccine and ask all the questions she wanted. And, And maybe they spoke with her people because I doubt they spoke with her. And her person or people could have probably like, oh, my God, the White House wants to invite you. This is so you know how that stuff goes when it gets lost in translation. So I don't think it was like Nicki Minaj making some stuff up or trying to bend the truth. I literally think they spoke with someone on her team Mm -hmm. and that person on her team relayed to her like, oh, my God, we're going to the White House. This is about to be so dope. And she tweeted it out. And so people are giving her a hard time over it. It's like, come on, man, relax a little bit. These types of mistakes happen when you're communicating with a middle person to the main person. I mean, that happens all the time. I think the thing with her response about how she's going to wear the Elle Woods, like bright pink outfit, she was getting like super excited. They didn't have to shut her down so heavy. Right. And that's why, really, again, that's why it leads me to believe, like I was saying, Somebody went to her and was like, Nick, we're going to the White House. This is about to be so dope. You got to wear your best whatever. You got to represent. You got to be all poised on your business game or whatever. And like, regardless of the president, for the most part, I should say, because I know there's some caveats to this. But if you're invited to the White House, you're going to likely go. It's exciting to go to the White House. It's the people's house to be with the most powerful person in the world. Right. That's no small thing. And so I'm, I'm with the excitement. Hell, I would be excited. Most people watching this would probably be excited. Whether you like Joe Biden or not, it's like, man, I'm at the White House. I got to meet the president. I don't like his behind, but I got to meet the president. Exactly. If that's your position, right? And so I feel like Nikki just had that, that moment of excitement. She tweeted it out. And for the White House to, to like, no, we didn't invite... Look, that, they didn't have to do that. They could have simply said, look, you know, we spoke with one of her people and we wanted to have a call with her. And maybe it got, you know, confused in that process. But hey, if at some point she'd love to come to the White House, we'd love to welcome Nicki Minaj to the White House. Nicki Minaj is one of the most biggest stars in the world. Right. Who reaches a demographic that Joe Biden nor Kamala Harris reaches. So you would be stupid and out of your mind not to want Nicki Minaj at some point to be at that White House, to have those conversations so that she can go back to her majority black audience, but I mean, a lot of white people too, but her most fervent or ardent supporters, I would say, are our people. And a lot of our people don't trust this vaccine. They are vaccine uh, hesitant and cautious about the government and our medical history and privacy for a whole host of freaking reasons. So let's not like be stupid here for people who are criticizing her on her cautiousness about, I don't know if I want to do this yet. A lot of black people feel the same way. It's not just quote unquote Trump Republican people who are like, I don't want the vaccine. So it's a whole lot of people in between. And so to give her an opportunity to maybe come to the White House, meet with some of these experts, talk with the president, 
to maybe break down, dispel what they may deem as various myths about the vaccine would be smart in my mind if your goal is to try to get more people who think like Nicki Minaj, I don't trust this crap. I don't trust the government. I'm not putting this in my body. Maybe it would give an opportunity to reach and educate those those people. So in my opinion, the the White House messed this up. They they screwed it up. They had a great opportunity to reach out to a great star to educate and reach people who, again, have her same mentality on this thing, and they didn't do it. So, you know, oh, well, it's a loss on on their part. Hopefully, you know, some lives aren't lost because Mm -hmm. of her inability to utilize whatever knowledge she would have gained to teach and inform other people. I definitely agree that that was a missed opportunity on the White House's part. Mm -hmm. However, I think if the nature of her anecdote about misinformation with the vaccine, if it was different, they may have been more receptive. But I mean, I've heard all sorts of, and and you're right, I can totally understand why the Black community is hesitant about the government and trusting. But Mm -hmm. I mean, did you have to bring in your cousin's friend's testicles? So, you know, one of my friends DM'd me on this, a good friend of mine, I won't say her name, but she is a Democrat strategist, now a lobbyist, has been around a long time, very sophisticated woman. Her husband and I have been best friends since I was a freshman at Morehouse. They're a little older than me. Mm -hmm. And she messaged me and she's like, come on, Sherm, really? Like, that's a BS story. And I was like, wait a minute. Could it not be plausible that someone took the vaccine and did have some type of a reaction, not necessarily to the vaccine, but a different health issue that they correlated to, well, I took this shot. This just happened to me. It must be because of the shot. How many stories bring, let's be real, with our people, something happens, it must be because I took that medicine. I knew I shouldn't have taken that medicine. That's why this is going. And and there may not be any correlation at all. And so I'm not going to jump on Nikki for bringing that up because I understand how when issues happen, And it's almost like a serendipitous kind of moment that something else happens immediately afterwards where most people would say, well, wait a minute. Was it because of that? I'm with your friend. The story isn't true. Okay. Again, there's no, I know there's no evidence that that's ever happened before, but I'm simply saying people understand how someone can get a vaccine and something else can occur to them medically. And then they just presume oh my God, this didn't happen before. I just took this vaccine. It must be because of this. We, we, we need to use our brains here and not try to pretend to, to be, I don't know, all highfalutin, like that's just beyond the realm of possibility because it is not. It's not beyond all. the realm, but I'm, I'm with your friend. With someone with her reach and platform, mm-hmm. not saying she signed up to be a role model, I would have to think probably more so than you and I have to think about what we put out there. And I do believe she is enjoying, she's realizing this is getting her a lot of publicity. She probably never in a million years thought that Fox, anyone on Fox would be, you know, using Nicki Minaj as like, well, she said, and now there she's the queen. But I think she used such a crazy sexualized story because she knew it was going to get attention and it did, and here we are talking. But, 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 we don't know that, Brittany. Could, could it? I mean, seriously, could it not? I've heard a lot of crazy stories from family members in the South, family members in Georgia, family members <laughs> in New Orleans, family members in Texas, and I'm not kidding you. I mean, my brother and I was just talking a couple of days ago, and he told me something. I'm like, bro, seriously? And he's like, well, that's what they said. I was like, bro, that did not. Well, happen. that's what the people said. No evidence. I'm just simply saying that probably is a story that she was told or heard. 
And she, like a lot of other people who are referencing stories they heard from someone else is saying, well, I heard this happening. So-and-so, man, I don't know about this. Or my cousin or my friend told me this, or I read that, so I don't really know about this. Yes, she's a celebrity. Yes, she has a mega platform. Yes, there's a responsibility with that. But she's also a human being. And human beings are fallible. We all make mistakes regardless of whatever pedestal folks want to put us on. And I think if we're going to be realistic and honest about some of these conversations and dialogues, we're having to be serious for a moment about keeping people safe, about saving lives, about protecting people, then we have to be honest and open with having conversations with people who are incredibly skeptical about the vaccine, who are incredibly weary about what COVID is or the roots of COVID or the impacts COVID can and will and do have on the human body. That I agree with. I totally agree. I think what what upset people who are big on this skewing misinformation, it's completely okay to be either pro or not, even though I, I mean, the government is pretty much forcing everyone into it. She definitely framed it in a way, like it, it wasn't like, oh, you know, you're open to make your own decisions for right now until they completely ban you from like driving, you know, if you don't have the vaccine. But it, it was, and you know, as beautiful as Nicki Minaj is, as much as you love her music and her real or fake assets, it definitely was, about that, man. Wait a minute here, Brittany. I said nothing about that. I know. I said it. I said it. And there's nothing wrong with enhancements. Hey, but my thing is this. I don't even look at Nicki Minaj as, as somewhat a, a subject matter expert. So it doesn't upset me. I chuckle. Like when I scroll through this stuff, like I said, I thought it was on the onion. Like this can't be real. But I mean, she's not a, this is not her expertise. It's another opinion. I can't even believe it got this big. So. I mean, look, she, she she's a celebrity. And you know, when celebrities say things that are kind of out of way, people are going to say things about it. It's going to make the news. Oh, wait, sure, Michael. But now there's, have you seen recently, mm-hmm. apparently someone, Joy Reid, who's very big on the vaccine, I guess, I don't know if it was from Nikki's camp or someone else, this was right before we got on, were making disparaging comments about her, I guess, probably the Barb's, which I agree with. So I took that, that was some statement. um, And that just came out? Yeah, this just was an hour ago, so I'm... I actually did not see that. I mean, I don't know all the details, but I know Joy Ann Reed and I think the world of Joy. Likewise. Joy has been very, very helpful to me and my media career and has given me a lot of advice and a lot of opportunities. So I have nothing negative to say about that woman. She is she is as pure and as good and as supportive uh, as, as, as they can get. So not knowing the details, you know, look, I hope they work this out. I totally agree. I always say it's not personal. It's just business in this instance. It's just a difference of opinions. Let's talk about this Met Gala. The $30,000 per ticket Met Gala on the 13th, I think it was, in New York City. Yep. For this white uh, strapless gown. And in bright red letters, it said, tax the rich. I thought that it was tongue in cheek. Some people said that. I I get it. I thought it was a little hypocritical because it's like tongue in cheek. While I party with my rich elitist friends, so I'm gonna I mean, make a little statement on my gown while I go have all types of nice wines and 
and foie gras and hors d'oeuvres and all of these bourgeoisie things that the average person ain't enjoying every day. So, yeah, I'm just kind of like, I mean, all right, yeah, I get you. You're making a little statement on your dress, but you're also hobnobbing with, with you know, the, some of the wealthiest the same people, people in this you're country. Talking to. I mean, so it's personally, just like, it's like you're trying to have it. She's trying to have it both ways, Brittany. Like, I'm going to be honest. She, she's really trying to have it both ways. And, and look, I'm all for appeasing to your base and also saying, hell, I'm going to go have a good time with my celebrity Hollywood friends and, and world-class athletes. But be real about it. Don't try to say, well, I just, it was important for me to make this statement because of where I was. That's bull crap. And that ain't even the word I wanted to use. That's bull crap. We know you're trying to appease to the people who support you. I've been in politics long enough. I know how that crap works better than most people. I get it. But I also understand what it's like to go to parties like that, as I've been to some, and you're hanging out with some of the most well-known people in the world. It's fun, man. You're making a lot of connections, and she's a known person. So I'm sure she got numbers to some of her favorite celebrities and stars. I'm good with that. I'm just saying, just be real about what it is. Don't try to say it's one thing when it's a combination of the two. That's, That's the I'm only saying. thing that I, I, I do agree with, because I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with, but I would never act like I don't like, I think people believe that she's supposed to continue to like operate in that vein of waitress life. She, she, she made it, but you're right. If well, she's trying to act I mean, like, some people, some people I mean, may say, to play devil's advocate, and I and I and I'm gonna I know this is such a ridiculous analogy, people overuse it. But Jesus never became rich. I'm just saying sure, Michael. He was the sure, I'm Michael. just saying. I'm not even gonna let you finish because we're not even gonna tap on Jesus when you have that devilish light pop up. That's why you have to go. <laughs> <laughs> but Brittany, I'm I'm just saying that like it's almost like all, all jokes aside to the riz, but I was just really trying to make a legitimate point here. Okay. It's almost like the pastors, the mega pastors who are living in the mega houses. It's like you read the Bible and John and Luke and, and Isaiah and all these, they weren't living wealthy. People look at that while you're preaching this message, but it's like, yeah, you were of this at one point, but you're not really of this anymore. And, and so it's like, all right, how much trust and truth in what you're saying can I actually believe now? And again, I'm not saying be poor. I'm not right. saying struggle. But I'm just simply saying, if you're going to try to make a message about something that you purport to care about, say that, but also say, but hey, by the way, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to have a lot of fun. And maybe in my good time, I have a fun. I'm going to talk to some of my rich friends about y'all got to pay more taxes. I'm sorry. You got to pay more taxes. You're making too much money. I don't think that she was saying, hey, Tiana Taylor, come over here, Richie, with your rich basketball husband. You guys should pay more taxes. She was there sipping and eating caviar. And I don't blame, I mean, the only- I'm not, Brittany, I'm not blaming her either. I love those things too. I just simply say, just tell it like it is. I agree. We, we're saying like the same thing. You can't get mad at her because her constituents or her fan base keep propping her up. Like when people are annoyed- mm-hmm. So I just, those, those are them that are not holding her accountable. Maybe I don't think that her- uh, Favorability yeah. is going to decrease after this, if anything. No, it's not. No, nope, not mean, at all. I was shocked when I saw her. I was like, oh, wow. Like, I never thought her, she. I wasn't was- shocked. As she, stated it, as she stated in her comment, as a representative from New York. Is that how she sounded? No, I'm just being. <laughs> but, you know, she has. Anyway, you know what? Let me just be regular. I'm not oh going to. This is hilarious. Sexist. I'm not being sexist. I'm just having fun. So relax, you little overly stuck up people out there. 
But her <laughs> quote was pretty much like, well, you know, as a representative from New York, I got to go and represent the arts, blah, 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 which is probably true. I love the arts. Hell, I play the piano. I paint. I'm very artistic. I'm all for it. But again, it's just like, man, just like, look, I want to go. Hell, there's nothing wrong with wanting to go to the Met Gala. The Met Gala is really freaking cool. Hell, I wish I could have gone. Right. I, it's a dope event. And I'm okay with that. I'm just saying, like, just be honest, just man. Be honest. Dress, and you're going to say, this is what I'm about. Your butt better be talking about that crap when you're in those rooms any more than my black behind in a room full of white people who are Republicans are talking about issues that are important to black people when I am completely outnumbered. That's all I'm saying. If I can do it, well, she has no excuse not to. But like I said, maybe she was. I don't think she was. So, Okay. Come on. Last, last point. Something fun. Something fun. Here's someone that you really like because you get real hype about that. Oh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So, I mean, this is so random and has nothing to do with anything we've talked about, but I really like the new Drake album. Oh, yeah, that is very random. But let's talk about, let's talk about Drake. Let's talk about Drake and Kanye. Oh, oh, you had to bring in Kanye. I had to bring in Kanye because Kanye likes to be brought in. That's not a word. I know he does. And, and, you know, look, I've had my issues with Kanye, not because of his his musicianship, but or his artistry, but with just some of the stuff he would say in politics. I just, I always feel like, like politics, I did a video on this. Politics really is like the only arena where you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have a wealth of experience and knowledge. If you can say something outrageous and outlandish, people give you attention. They give you, uh, they give you a pedestal. And to me, it's like, you can't do, you, would you take advice from someone about money who's not a successful entrepreneur or an economist or a banker? Hell no, you wouldn't. Would you take advice from someone about your health who's not a doctor or who's a medical student, at least training? Like Mickey, what do you know? Like, why in politics is it so acceptable <laughs> to take advice from or take thoughts from uh, or opinions from artists and quote unquote, I don't even know what you want to call these people with these platforms who talk about politics, but they've never worked in the arena. They've never drafted policy. They've never analyzed any robust data about anything yet. Where he's like, oh, I like what they have to say, so here's a pedestal. No, man, like, we don't do that in any other arena. Why do it in politics? So I used to have issues with Kanye on some of those things. But, I mean, I listened to some of Kanye's album, and, it, you know, it was cool. I haven't made it through, what, was it 24 songs or something like that? It's, it's a lot of them. It's- Drake's album, I've gone through the entire thing multiple times in the gym. I love that album. I, I have loved Drake since I was a sophomore in college at Morehouse when I went to Florida with an old friend who went to Spelman and she played one of Drake's albums and I was like this dude is dope and I've been a fan ever since I love his musicianship I love his artistry I think he carries himself very well it's just a really cool dude so I I just I like what he represents like that's important Uh, Drake is your Nikki your girl I love Drake don't get I love champagne no Brittany I, I have to, everything has to come full circle. I love Drake. I love Kanye. I think definitely Kanye is a bit unhinged. I do think it's a part of his branding. Ever since his mom passed away, he just seemed yeah. to have gone crazy. And I think yeah. people like That's me still have a soft spot in my heart for Kanye. I'm holding on to the Kanye that we first met when he came out with College Dropout. And I still it, listen it, to that album. It so that, was a great album. And his mom, um, her death clearly, you know, rocked him and look i i understand him and i lost my dad at a very young age and i'm 31 i I lost my dad at six and i still have moments where i'm just like uh you know i have moments where i think about things and so 
I get it. And I can only imagine if I would have had him up until a certain point of adulthood and lost exactly. him, it probably would even be worse. Um, so, you know, trauma is a real thing. And that's why I'm trying to be really careful with how I talk about Kanye, because I don't want to discount that trauma. And I think more often than not, us as a people, when we talk about people, we're just like, oh, they're just crazy. We just dismiss them. It's like, well, no, this person's actually in legitimate pain. I think Kanye, I, de- I think deep down he does it on purpose. Like, I think he intentionally. Pers- but, everybody's, but everybody's different, though, Brittany. Right. Like, like, like how I may interpret loss versus you or anybody else is different. Right. So he's not predictable. I think that's a part. I personally think it could be a way that he's coping. It could be a part of his branding. Um, He clearly still misses his mother, as he should. He named the album after her. I love Drake as well. I personally was disappointed with both of those albums. If I had to pick Drake's album, definitely is better than Kanye's because I'm still holding on to his original self. But I expect, I mean wheelchair jimmy champagne poppy i expected a different sound i'm gonna have to do one of those get up and walk off the camera i'm out yes what's your favorite song on on that album <laughs> oh i'm not gonna tell you because i think the song that i'm gonna say reveals oh the, the is it the one that i love with future no it's not i'm too sexy that one's to me the best one it, what else it, is on there it's it's i'll just give you a hint it's it's maybe one or two songs after i'm too sexy let's see if you can figure out which one it is Okay, so I'll listen to two songs post Too Sexy. I'll, Alexa, I'll, 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 I'll put it to you play, this um, What's the name of it? Alexa the song stuff. I like has something to do with Texas, and I'll, and I'll see if you can figure it out. Are yep. you sure it's his current album? Really? Because he has one about Texas, how he should have let, never let you oh move to Texas. Boy. That was the other album. Oh boy, hold on a minute here. Hold on. I told you. Can you hear it? I'm going to fast forward, that, fast forward this part. Yeah. TSU, come on. Wait, I oh, I, okay, I have to listen to it. Okay. That's my favorite song on the album. Now, can you tell me why you were hesitant? I'm not about to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I am not getting into that man at all, Brittany. I just like the song, and I'm gonna leave it at You're that. You're gonna leave it like that. Listen, listen to the lyrics, and I'll just tell you that. Just listen to the lyrics. Okay, so I'm and gonna listen, mess- and then message me, and then you. Then I'll t- okay, so I can pick and choose which lyrics I feel like <laughs> because I tried to give you an out. But you gave it to I'm me. Not, I have nothing to say at all. My lips are completely sealed. Okay, can I ask you a question though? I don't know how we went down this path, and it was this was like a wild card. Would you ever marry someone who had the same past or alleged past as Drake? Everybody has a past, so yes, everybody has a past. Oh, everybody, okay, everybody, right. everybody's done something that they're embarrassed of. I would never forget this. I was in church once, and the pastor said, "Some of these people come in church." in their nice, big, fancy cars, wearing their nice bags, and the men in the nice suits, nice shoes, as if they're better than everybody else. And he said, if the guy came right now and revealed every single dirty, nasty, disgusting thing people do in this church, nobody would sit here. So who in the heck am I if I were to meet some woman and she at some point reveals, hey, I've had a couple of days. Are you healthy? You don't have any kids? 
Okay, then. Um, I'm not going to, you know, no, man. Everybody makes mistakes. That's not for me to judge. And, and, and now, would that be my preference? Well, probably not. But if you meet someone who you happen to fall in love with and, you know, they've done some things that they're not proud of, it's like, okay, well, you know, I've done stupid stuff, too. I'm not judging Aww, you. that's very... That is a very good answer, Sir Michael. I was not expecting. That. I thought you were going to be hypocritical. You don't. You you oh. have redeemed yourself. Oh come on! Not man. that you I ever went down. I'm just myself. Whatever. I've been redeemed myself. You're right. You never fell off. But I, 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 I am. Um, there was this movie. I can't think of the name of the movie, but the guy was like, "I am the redeemer." Oh Lord! See, just when I gave you the compliment, you could have just said, "Thank you, Brittany." Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, Brittany. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is a very mature, non-sexist response. So you, men listening, be like Sher Michael in this regard. <laughs> I, I've never listened to TSU, so maybe I, ha- I don't recall what it's about. So I'm probably going to be like, why the hell did I give him all these props? And it's probably about like having a brothel. I don't know. But we'll see. It is not about, you know oh. what? Listen to the song. When we're done with this, listen to the song and message me. Okay, <laughs> I will. This was super duper fun. Yeah, no, I had a lot of fun doing something different. And Thank you guys so much for checking out today's episode of Brit Happens. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, or Google. You can also find me online at www.brithappens.com and on social media, Instagram or Facebook at Brittany Sharpton. See you next time. <laughs>